Hi and welcome to the Religion Rehab Podcast. My name is Jonan Ross and I'm a behavioural intelligence instructor and a hypnotherapist specialising in recovery from religious abuse and spiritual tyranny. My intention for recording this very short, very brief episode is to clarify a few things. I want to clarify why I started this podcast, who I started it for, and what it's about. The reason I want to share this with you is because then you can make a fully informed choice about if you would like to subscribe, to keep going back, to keep listening, and to continue exploring these subjects with me that we talk about here. So a little bit about my background. I grew up as a Jehovah's Witness and I left the organisation in my early 20s. And as many people find, after I left, I had so many doubts and questions about this organisation that I'd grown up in. But just like so many other people do, I pressed them down, I shoved them to the back of my mind and suppressed them. Uh, In my case, I threw myself into focusing on my education, my training and my career as a hypnotherapist. Now, deep down, this programming of you know, where else would we go because you have the sayings of everlasting life. That was still running in the background. And I just had this background belief that the organisation I was raised in had the monopoly on truth. So I just never bothered trying to disprove it even. So I got on with my life and was quietly kind of accepting, but also in a denial over the idea that when Armageddon came, I'd just have to hope that God was merciful in however he chose to execute me. It's a pretty stressful way of living, as maybe you are familiar with if you're listening to this podcast. Now, eventually, long story short, I realised two very important points. The first point was that real truth can stand up to even the closest and the most invasive scrutiny. The second point is that you don't have to know what is absolute truth in order to start identifying and letting go of things which are not true. So eventually I gave myself that permission to finally start investigating, to finally do my due diligence and look into this organisation that I was in the back of my mind contemplating dedicating the rest of my life to again. I was already disfellowshipped at this point, you see. As soon as I opened that door and I started looking and doing my due diligence, it was fascinating. And if you're listening to this, then you probably know exactly what it's like when you get totally fascinated and absorbed in something like this. It's like deep down, there's some parts of you which knows this could be absolutely life-changing for you. And even when you're trying to get on with other things, that part of you just keeps bringing your mind back to this, this search for answers and solutions. So that was my experience. And after a time of being totally enthralled, in exploring this rabbit hole of research, then not only did I get the answers that I needed to make a definite decision about the organisation, but I saw something else that I didn't expect to see. And it was shocking and saddening. 
in the process of finding these online communities of others who have left Jehovah's Witnesses and other high control religions, I realized that there are tens, even hundreds of thousands of people who are leaving high control religions and they're suffering for, in some cases, decades after leaving. Now, the suffering was very specific. It was in these three areas. Now, tell me what you think about this. Listen and see if this resonates with you. The first area was in the mind. This feeling of the old religion or cult high control group taking up headspace with triggers, even if you don't believe the doctrines anymore. There's still things that hit those old religious triggers. The limiting beliefs about yourself, about other people, or about life in general, that are more reflective of who you used to be, where you came from, but they're not reflective of who you want to be and where you want to go. The behavioural patterns of self-sabotage, of judgement, of guilt and shame carried on from time in a religion like that. On the emotional level, this was a second area I noticed people consistently having problems. Some people are totally disconnected from their emotions, like they've shunned their own emotions because they were so painful we just had to anaesthetise ourselves to simply cope with it. Or, on the other hand, being totally overwhelmed by the emotions. They're just so turbulent and hard to deal with. Because of all of the toxicity and mistreatment that come along with those kinds of experiences, many people are just worn down and angry, resentful and indignant, and understandably so, but that's exhausting to feel that way. And also saddened and confused over the loss of relationships with other people who may still be in the religion who are now shunning us simply because we changed our mind about this organisation. The expression of grieving the living is something that's mentioned a lot. Now, the third area is what I call relating or relationships specifically to the outside world. So not just romantic relationships, but how we navigate life, how we relate to the world outside. Many of us struggle to think of the future without this mental fog creeping in from these doomsday doctrines. If you've grown up thinking the world's going to end any day now, doomsday, Armageddon, the Great Tribulation, it's going to come any day now, it's right round the corner. And we hear that day after day, week after week, for decades of our life. The idea of planning for the future, studying, saving, getting a career, setting ourselves up for long-term success, it's not even on our radar. So even after we've stopped believing in the doctrines, that habit of not thinking about the future can really undermine us. On the relationship level, there are many codependent or abusive and narcissistic relationships where you're taken advantage of. And in even more functional relationships, there can be that difficulty around being your authentic self, where many people turn into a social chameleon and build up these walls where they're keeping the world at arm's length. Now, does that describe someone you know? Does that describe you, maybe? Well, it certainly describes me. 
<laughs> definitely describes me. Every single one of those points, at some point along my own journey of recovery, I was living that. That was my reality, and I had to overcome that after I left the organization. Now, as I was doing this research, I saw that most of the activism out there is around bringing down these religious organizations, disproving lies, exposing scandals, things of that nature. Reasonably enough, right? That's important information to share. Alongside that, there's a lot of negativity, a lot of anger, a lot of rage and bitterness, because there was a lot of injustice that was inflicted upon people. And there's also a lot of drama, let's call it apostate politics, where people are taking sides in this scandal or that scandal or this accusation amongst people who have left these organisations. And it's human nature, right? But I saw this and I was searching for resources and for support that's actually focused on healing, focused on moving on. And there was a real scarcity there. And maybe you've noticed something similar yourself. If you're listening to this, then you've probably searched around online looking for resources, looking for support in moving on with your life and found that there is a definite shortage. So that's why I created Religion Rehab. Religion Rehab, the podcast and also the other resources I've created, is about creating and curating practical educational, therapeutic support for survivors of religious abuse and spiritual tyranny. So we do this in a few ways. First of all, if you look through the other podcast episodes, there are tons of fantastic interviews with survivors of high control religions and cults, people who have left, people who have recovered, people who have rebuilt their lives. I've also interviewed many authors and experts in just fascinating areas like psychology, human behavior, mind control, renowned names in the world of human behavior and psychology. So definitely check out those interviews. On a practical level, I've also put together some free and simple resources to help you develop your own strategy for recovery. One size fits all fits nobody well. Anyone who tells you I've got the way for you to recover from your experiences in that religion. They, they're either lying to you deliberately or they are just not very informed. There is no one way. It has to be tailored to you. And so I've put together a recovery audit that you can use to figure out where you need to focus your next efforts to take those next steps in your own recovery so you can tailor your strategy to your own unique situation. I'll put the link to those resources in the podcast description so you can just click on that, check out the resources, and if you like the way it looks, if it resonates with you, then you can check it out. It's totally free. So if you're in a similar situation to the one I was in, recovering, trying to find your way in the world after leaving a religion that's made all the decisions for you, trying to find yourself, finding your own identity, who you are, who you want to be, what you want to do with the time you've got here. If you're in that situation yourself and you'd like to continue this conversation that we're having now, then definitely hit the subscribe button if you haven't already 
so that then you'll get notified whenever I release a new podcast, either a short episode like this or an interview with various experts, authors and survivors. And we can continue this journey of reclaiming our minds, rebuilding our lives, yes, as individuals, but also knowing that you are supported. And remembering that our past will only equal our future if we live there. So thank you for tuning in. I hope you found this helpful. I hope this clarified not only the history, but the future of the Religion Rehab podcast. And I look forward to sharing this space with you in future episodes. Take care.